When we talk about stress and the cause of blockages, generally what is most common is a physical stress. You know, like you sit for too long, for example, or being in a position or doing certain repetitive motions or even falling down, you know, having an impact. So like kind of a physical stress. And then there's emotional stress. So stress from relationships, from dealing with people. Yeah. Trauma. Feelings, anger, trauma, you know, mm. that kind of thing. And then there's also the chemical stress. So chemical stress are generally stress that comes from the environment, whatever we eat, whatever we breathe, whatever that we allow our skin to be in contact with. Hi there and welcome to another episode of Shift with Tribra. I am your host, Shibra Vanetti, and I am an adult sleep consultant. I'm also a child sleep consultant. I am a baby science program independent certified practitioner, and I'm also a Akashic light healing practitioner, and I'm the host of Shift with Tribra here. So on Shift with Tribra, we have conversations digging deep into what nourishes our mind, body, and soul, and I have these conversations with different wellness practitioners in the field of health and wellness, exploring all kinds of topics. On today's episode, we have Rowena Chu, and Rowena is a spinal flow technique practitioner. And the spinal flow technique is a very gentle, but powerful healing modality. It consists of light touches on what they call access points. But unlike chiropractics, which shares something of a similar concept, it does not involve manipulation. It is said to basically help connect a deeper sense to the self, make a deeper connection to the self, and to release some of the main stresses that are caused by the three main life stressors in life. So let me say that again. But basically, it is to help release the blockages that might come up from the three main stressors of life. And those stressors are emotional, physical, and chemical. And by having those stresses that are in the body causing these blockages, those blockages then cause ailments, disease, and pain. So Rowena is a certified practitioner, and they have set up their own practice, the spinal flow practice, in here in Singapore, and it's called Real Ease. So I'm very excited for you to join us for this conversation today. If you like the content that you hear, please do like and subscribe and share this episode with those you think might like it. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes, do write into us our contact details below in the show notes. And I hope you enjoy the content of today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, Rowena. Thank you so much for joining us on Shifted Shiva today to talk about the spinal flow technique. Now, I think, I mean, the word spine obviously is quite self-explanatory. That's something to do with the spine. But what exactly is a spinal flow technique? And can you tell us what it is about and how maybe your journey led you to, to do, you know, find this and then use this technique here in Singapore? Yeah. So thank you very much for inviting me for this talk. I'm very honored. And so spinal flow, as its name suggests, it has to do with the spine. So it's, it's very similar in theory, uh, in, in our basic belief as in chiropractor. So everything, everything is connected to the spine, right? The brain is connected to the spine and from the spine, nerves comes out, you know, and itself, it is connected to the organ, right? So right. everything from the brain travels information through the spine 
to the organ and vice versa. The organs also send information back to the brain. And when there is a blockage anywhere along the spine, then it's like, imagine a twisted hose. Hose has been twisted yes. and the water starts to kind of trickle. So imagine that happening to the nerves on your spine. And when there's something blocking the information flow, information from the brain flowing through the spine may kind of get lost. And then information from whatever the brain or the organ or the hormonal glands endocrine system, it does not kind of flow appropriately. So that is your health and your system is not functioning optimally. Mm. So, but it's different in the sense in spinal flow, we don't manipulate. Okay. We don't make adjustment on the spine. So we do look at the spine and we do look at where the blockages are and what could be the cause of this blockage. And then we work with areas that actually work well in the body. Okay. So we call it area of ease or what we call access points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So access points are areas in the body that has dura matter. So dura okay. matter, the same thing that, you know, protects the brain, the outermost layer of the brain. And along the spine, like the neck area, the sacrum mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. and a few other points, there's like 33 access points that okay. are generally very accessible to us and we work on those access points. So what we do is actually just gently touch those access points. Okay. And it's amazing because just by gently touching it, it kind of just reminds your body that, hey, look at the areas that's currently working very well in your body. And it helps spread that ease in the body. Okay. So in spinal flow, what we aim really to do is to move the body from a stress state, a sympathetic state, to a heal, digest, reproduce state, which is, you know, the parasympathetic stage. Right. Yeah. And okay. that kind of just gets your body to do what it already naturally knows how to do to heal itself. You're touching access points along the body. So is it something like, because I actually haven't had this conversation with this craniosacral practitioner, but is it something like craniosacral therapy? Is that, is, do you know of craniosacral therapy or, or no? No, I've heard of it, although I'm not, I mean, I don't know it as well as a craniosacral practitioner would probably know it. So what I understand is that generally craniosacral, there's still some level of manipulation Ah, or mm -hmm. adjustment, but very gentle ones. What I've understood or heard of is biodynamic craniosacral and where biodynamic craniosacral is concerned, but it's similar in the sense that they probably touch different areas of the body, but then it also serves in trusting the body to make their own adjustment and heal itself without that adjustment element. Mm. And for you, you're basically touching access points to basically release more ease and more coherence in these body parts, essentially. Okay. Okay. And that helps the body release stress as well. So when, when we talk about stress and the cause of blockages, generally what is most common is a physical stress, you know, like you sit for too long, for example, or being in a position or doing certain repetitive motions or even falling down, you know, having an impact. So like kind of a physical stress. And then there's emotional stress. So stress from relationships, 
from dealing with people. Yep. Trauma. Feelings, anger, trauma, you know, mm. that kind of thing. And then there's also the chemical stress. So chemical stress are generally stress that comes from the environment, whatever we eat, whatever we breathe, whatever that we allow our skin to be in contact with. So then where does spinal flow technique sort of come from? Where did it originate? Did you come up with this by yourself? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so Dr. Kali Expert is the founder of Spinal Flow Technique. Okay. She's actually based in Australia right now. Previously, she was in Bali for a while and I learned from her in Bali at that time when she was there. And so how I came upon this was Dr. Kali Expert, she came to Singapore for a talk. And yeah, for some reason, at that point in time, I, I was not doing, you know, I was not in this line at all. I was doing corporate work uh, with a company, with an MNC. And yeah, I was doing a nine to five kind of, well, not really nine to five, but you know, an office job, job you know, yeah. sitting yeah, for long hours, working on a computer. Yeah. And I had issues with like, you know, stiff neck, shoulder, headaches. So yeah. at that time, I kind of, yeah, just something kind of prompted me to go and go to her talk. And so I initially just went, so Dr. Kali expert, she don't do one-on-one -on -one consultation oh. or treatment. Okay. She, she did retreats, okay. you know, like a weekend retreat or eight day, seven day retreat in, at that time in Bali. And I signed up for a weekend retreat. I signed up together with my husband. And also at the back of my mind, I was also kind of trying to see whether this is something that I could do for my son. So my okay. eldest son was diagnosed with autism when he was three plus, And we have been working with him with naturopaths and everything to detox him. We have been on like organic, gluten-free, dairy-free diets and, you know, chemical-free diets. And we have seen a lot of improvements. Uh, we also see a lot of other i mean we do also have another program specifically for him to work on his social and developmental skills called the mm -hmm. sunrise program so we did see a lot of improvement and so i just wanted to see whether spinal flow would also help with my son yeah okay mm. and it did and it did yeah it did. yeah it did. Mm. okay and then and then from that you basically opened your own practice Yes. And it's how long has it been that you've been doing your own practice now? Well, not really that long. It's just a little over one year now. Okay, congratulations for the first year. <laughs> yes. The first year is always yeah. the hardest. It's always the hardest. I mean, I've just completed two years. So I always feel for all the ones who, who are who are just over a year. It's like, yes, you made it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then there was something about when we were looking into Spinal Flow, obviously for research for, for today's podcast, there was something about these seven gateways of the spine. And I think you kind of touched upon a few of those, but could you just explain the seven gateways and how spinal flow heals exactly in that using the seven gateways? Does that make sense? So the, the seven gateways is just kind of different parts of the spine. Okay. That where we, yeah, that's a name to each of it. So there's the pause gateway, which is C1, C2. Okay of the cervical spine and then there's the passion gateway which is this area which is from c3 to c7 of the so cervical spine pause as in press pause yes okay okay yes. and then this yes. is passion yes okay okay mm -hmm. yeah so the thoracic spine that's the center gateway 
Okay. And then we have the power gateway, which is the lumbar spine. Mm-hmm. This may be helpful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the power gateway, which is the lumbar spine. And this is the foundation gateway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is the sacrum area. And then this is the base gateway. That's the coccyx. Right. Right. And then there's awaken right at the top, which is the... Into the, the base of the skull, yes. basically. Right. Yes. Into the That's skull. Right. You don't really kind of feel it, but it's just inside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what are the different gateways? What do they signify? And what are they, what would they correspond in terms of healing, for example? That must be a very big question because it could be anything I would imagine, really. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So generally, it just helps me kind of look at the potential cause of, of, um, the blockage. So when I work with my client, I see where the blockages are and how to kind of work with them. So if it's the pause gateway or, and sometimes, for example, very common is most people have one short leg. Yeah. And it's not because of a structural issue. Yeah. yeah. But it's because your body is kind of imbalanced and it compensates, right? Mm. And when I look at that, I look at, so what's the cause of that short leg? It could be most of the time, it is a a blockage in the foundation gateway. So there's an imbalance in the pelvis area or the pause gateway. But then sometimes also could be passion. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it kind of helps me target certain areas to work with my client okay does that make sense yes and why are they called those different names could you elaborate like awaken pause passion i mean base i think is quite self-explanatory it's at the base the foundation is just above the base so yeah that's kind of (laughs) the rest yes yes maybe for dr kali expert came up with all these terms so i'm not exactly 100 percent sure Okay. What's the reason it's called so? But then it does kind of give you an idea of, you know, what's going on in the body. Mm. So, for example, if I look at the foundation gateway, mm-hmm. which is all this area. And when you look at that, when there is an imbalance in the pelvis, let's say it's this way, then you would see that your spine, mm. there would be kind of like a curve as a... So, Likely when you have an imbalance here, you probably have an imbalance in the shoulder as well. And then the mm. spine kind of follows like an S shape kind of just yeah. because of a compensation that you do. And sometimes this could be very minute and you don't really see it. But mm. sometimes if this has kind of, it's a prolonged thing, then you would sometimes see, you know, see it quite markedly, yeah. you know, like a shoulder short kind of imbalance, you know, one higher I'm, than the other. I'm very aware yeah. of my shoulders suddenly going <laughs> like this the whole time. Maybe. <laughs> Got it. Correct. Okay. So then is there, maybe you can explain a little bit about how, I mean, you kind of talked a little bit about how a treatment really works in Sinopho. So you're pressing on different points. Is there anything really like, so in terms of pressure, are you using any apparatus or is it just application with your hands? So yeah, just application with my hands. Mm. And generally, most of the time, I work on access points. But then there may be certain times where I it depends on what my client's body is telling me. And sometimes they may need help in looking to release certain stress. And I may help that as well. 
And when I work with areas of blockages of areas that sometimes they are hiding that mm. or their body is not completely certain where it is, it's kind of a little bit hidden to them. I can use my hand to kind of guide. So sometimes for that as well, it depends on where my client's body is telling me how much pressure it needs. Sometimes it's very light, sometimes a little bit harder. Right. But generally, when when I when I touch at excess points, it's very gentle. Hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you know my client would say that even when my my hands are off, they they almost feel like my finger is still there. Right. Yeah. There is no. I don't use any other thing in terms of an apparatus. But what I do use is I use essential oil in my in my in my treatment room, and so going back to you know those gateways,、mm. there are also certain essential oils that kind of help open、okay. the gateway more or help release stress in that particular gateway more. And I sometimes blend it, and I feel you know what a client needs, and I use that. So I、okay. use a diffuser, a glass diffuser in in my treatment room,、mm. and I use music as well. Hmm. Okay.、Yeah. Nice. And then, so tell me a little bit about the different ailments that people usually come or can use spinal flow technique for. I'm sure there's a long list, but what、yeah. are some of the common things? And maybe also because I'm presuming that the treatment is face down predominantly. Yes. So because I deal with a lot of,、uh, you know, new moms, pregnant moms, you know, babies in that sort of space. So, would this be something that you can do on babies? Would this be something that you can do for pregnant women? And how would that work? Because obviously, maybe they can't be facing down. So, basically, what kind of ailments do people maybe can come for, especially if they're in that space or in yeah? So, what can they come for? And also, is there any limitations? Like, where would you not use spinal flow technique for, for example, if there is any? Well, so far, I've not, you know. Come across specific limitations, and I work with anyone wherever they are. So, ideally, I would like my client to be lying face down. And for your question on babies, yeah, I could work with babies as well. With maybe with the baby on the mom or at a parent lying down, and I can do that. Or while even carrying the baby. And with kids, because I work with special needs kids as well, sometimes they could not lie down、mm. or they. Lie down for a while, and you know they move about. So I do kind of really work with them wherever. If they move around the room, I would really just kind of follow them.、Okay. And a lot of the times, initially, it may be on excess points,、mm-hmm. but then the more I work with them, the more the trust is there. Then there are longer periods. The time in which I touch an excess point is not really that important. I have not have an issue with getting being able to touch excess points on my clients. And for pregnant women, so generally I do have what I call a pregnancy pillow, where、okay. I to kind of have protect the cushion, belly. Yes, to support the belly. Yeah. So there's no kind of limitations with that. Exactly. In terms of, although ideally, I want them to lie face down more to kind of be able to kind of feel their、mm. spine、mm. and see it. But I've seen amazing changes in people or shifts in people as well if they are not lying down. Okay. And I do also majority of the time it's lying face down, but then there could be between treatments there could be areas when I work with them face up, doing a little bit of a variation of. TRE together with spinal flow, so I work with that as well. What is TRE? 
So it's, I think, trauma release exercise. So it's not really TRE, TRE, but it's trying to bring a shake to the leg to release tension from the body, release stress from the body. Okay. But kind of with a spinal flow twist to it. Okay. So with special needs, for example, what are you aiding with, with the spinal flow technique? So generally, whatever it is that they want to work with. Yeah. So generally, I work with the parents to kind of look at what areas they are really targeting, what their intention of care is, what do they want to target specifically. So for example, what could that be? So especially it's so autism, okay. right? I've worked with kids with Tourette syndrome and you've seen like amazing results. And when I work with them, I generally also work on kind of partnering with them, you know, like, okay, so you have kind of issues with certain things or specifically certain things. And most of the time is a combination of physical stress, chemical stress and emotional stress. And what I do is work with them to identify what are their past stressors, physical, emotional, and chemical, and what is your current, and then work with them to help eliminate them so that you kind of have a more sustained results, you know, because mm-hmm. the reason for that particular blockage on the spine is because of all this that's happened in the past and also currently going on in your, in your life, mm-hmm. right? And once you kind of start to become more aware of all these things that's happening, then kind of manage that. You know, so sometimes it could be when it comes to chemical stress, a lot of the times it's gluten and dairy. And I feel this on my client's body and I'll work with them to kind of get off dairy and gluten. And just by doing this together with spinal flow and you see the results a lot quicker. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of like just generally with women, for example, what are Mm -hmm. some of the issues that people come in to use spinal flow? Is it just like things like pain or is it things like, you know, emotional issues? Is it things that are physical issues? Like, and maybe if you have, obviously you don't have to share any names, but if you have any great stories to share about some of, you know, some of the testimonies that you've had with spinal flow and how that's helped, that'd be great to know. Yeah. So generally it could be a combination of pain and emotional stress and chemical generally i would see all these three you know in most of of the clients yeah so for example there's one lady who have well kind of like a young lady who had lower back pain but then there are also you know blockages all so i mean it's it's kind of generally things that so the specific issue that she was looking at that was lower back pain, but then there are also blockages, you know, from everywhere on her spine, right? And for her, there was a lot of emotional issues because she was abused as a child. Yeah, I mean, generally emotionally, mostly emotionally, but there are some physical ones as well. For her, although the issue is lower back Mm. as well as menstruation issues like you know menstruation pain there was usually a lot of emotional release so there's a lot of crying sometimes you know screaming and all that during her session it's very different from client to client some people kind of have their release during a session sometimes they feel it afterwards Mm. it has helped her in that sense in also relief of the lower back pain Mm. okay but i think for her a lot of it was emotional Mm. 
Yeah. Okay. So then it can help with things like lower back pain. Can it help with things like, you know, hormonal issues? You know, if, if people are going through baby blues or they're going through postnatal depression and also if they're trying to seek sort of like supportive therapies if they're going through a health issue so whether they need to get surgeries for something or they need to recover from whatever disease basically it can it can help everything because it's it's trying to bring the body back to it's, it's basically trying to unleash, I'm trying to understand. So it's basically unraveling blockages. Is that what yes. I'm understanding? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. So, right. and essentially everyone comes with blockages, right? So it can be for yes. anyone and everything. And so would you always have to go to a spinal flow practitioner or is there some things that from home now we can already do on our own? Definitely you could do, you know, things at home. And that's what I work to educate my client as well. So whenever we go through a spinal flow treatment, it's part education, part that treatment. So like I say, you know, working with my client with identifying that they are physical, emotional and chemical stress. And this is something that anybody can do, you know. But so I would have like past stress, physical stress, current, past emotional stress, current emotional stress, past chemical stress and current chemical stress, right? So examples could be past physical stress could be birth trauma or you have a fall when you were a child. Chemical could be, you know, in the past you have taken some kind of drugs or caffeine or alcohol or... So, I mean, kind of sometimes even if you don't know for sure, you can start identifying what could be possible ones that and you can list them all down. And you'd be surprised sometimes when you actually look at the list, there's a lot. Mm. And what you start to do, I mean, maybe you can't do whatever, undo the past, but then certainly you can start to look at what's currently affecting, what kind of stress you're under at right now and start kind of eliminating or trying to reduce that as much as possible. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, even things like drinking more water, mm. going for a daily dose of morning sun is a great form of things that you really can do at home. And that's what I would start to recommend to my client as well to kind of incorporate this like just small things into their life. Mm. And yeah. is there any access points that we already can target on our own or is it better left to you? So working on access points, I'd say kind of, yeah, just leave it to me. But then usually for my clients, once they come for sessions with me, I also teach them certain breath work that they could do at home. Okay. So there's one that I have on my website called the 4-6 technique, just kind of a breathing technique, breathing in four counts, hold four counts, exhale six counts for another four counts and that is a really very quick one anybody could do anytime mm. to help move their body really quickly from a stress state to a more relaxed parasympathetic stage yeah, yeah. okay yes the so mm-hmm. the four four six so inhale for four hold for four breathe out for six counts and then hold for four and then just yes, repeat yes. and then repeat for at least at least four times at, at least, least four cycles like that okay yeah. great takes under two minutes and mm-hmm. that's amazingly powerful yeah i've done that in front of you know like i gave a talk for like 200 people and i mean i can do that while i'm just preparing on stage and yeah that really helps kind of move me from a more agitated stage to to one which is definitely calmer and 
being able to think more clearly, your breathing kind of also, you know, get regulated. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazingly powerful. Yeah. And then, Rowena, if we could just like wrap this whole wonderful conversation in terms of like, what is the shift that you want to create with Spinal Low Technique or with the work that you're doing? For me, I'm really passionate about empowering people to kind of just take back, you know, their power, take charge of their health. They can do a lot. Because like for me, as a mom who had a child with special needs, I do kind of like remember how it feels like when I felt kind of powerless to help my child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, for my health as well. So being knowing what you could do, it really gives you a lot of inspiration and self-motivation. And it's amazing, you know, just sometimes changing one thing in, in your life can have amazing effects yeah absolutely yeah. i i wholeheartedly wholeheartedly agree that's so true well thank you so much for all of that information for those of you who are listening and watching rowena's details are going to be down in the show notes below so you can definitely check out real ease and all her work of spinal flow technique there and get in touch and i would like to thank rowena so much for coming on shift with Chibra today to talk about spinal flow thank you so much rowena thank you so much for inviting me i had a great time yeah, thank you so much. Me too.